stop petting her. Just keep. Well, oh, she's very demanding. So now both of my hands are occupied. Yeah, one's petting a corgi. <laughs> one's holding Only a microphone. A microphone. <laughs> I think your life is pretty great right now. <laughs> <laughs> she likes it. She's pretty happy about yeah, it. She's moving in. Oh, D. Instead of moving away, she likes moving away to make me oh, work yeah. harder to For pet sure. her. She likes to be barely touched. Yeah. It's very weird. Like, the more you try to, like, pull her close to you, the more she's like, mm, no, I'm in control here. I'm yeah. I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. very weird. You move to pet Yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> she's, she's the definition of hard to get, plain hard to get. Aww. She's being very sweet right now because she doesn't want me to put her back in the bedroom. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. Oh. She. Oh. Turn around. Got to rotate. Oh. There. You go. Oh. There. Yep. Get some more. That's right. Get in the front of my face now. Aww. Good girl. Um. Yeah. So yeah, this episode's this episode of Pancake Town, the podcast, we have a third host, <laughs> Sweet D the Corgi. Say hi. She she really, really just wants to lick your plate. Yeah. She wants the biscuit crumbs. Um, yeah, so this is Pancake Town, and I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. And that's Sweet D. She's getting some pets. I don't know how to talk. No. No, she <laughs> won't. We don't want to encourage talking, because no. then she won't stop. So yeah, if if some barks happen, it's because there's a corgi in the room. Um, yeah, who we abused all morning. We did. We had to put her in the, Aww. we had to put her in the bedroom, because she was getting real excited. Um, if you guys are into corgis... This corgi in particular, she has her own Instagram handle, which is Sweet D the Corgi. So you can follow her and see. She's she's super cute in pictures because you don't have to hear her barking. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, she can she can be quite a handful. She, it's just um, I don't think she knows the volume. No, she does not. Her bark. And it's she's also exceptional. It's sh- <laughs> she is way. exceptional. She also shocks people because proportionally. She should not be that loud. No. Like, she's a 30-pound dog that sounds like a Rottweiler when she barks. Yeah. Hi, baby. Don't that bark happened. at me. She's in that... Mo- oh, she's thinking about barking? Don't bark at me. Oh, it's not okay. good. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> this episode... Oh, Uh-oh. she's thinking about barking. You can't do that, Bubba. You're going to have to go in a bedroom. She's going to stare this at you. This is so complicated. She stares into your soul. <laughs> D, lay down. Um... So this this episode we were we had some specific topics we wanted to talk about. Um who someone sent us an email? Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Um her uh business I'm I want to get it right instead of screwing it up, so that's why I'm looking it up is Profit Gypsy Robot. Got it. Um she does like weavings. Profit like P R O P H yeah. E-T? yeah. Not profit like P-R-O-F-I-T. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of it that you way. You didn't? Nope. Oh. Um, I think she, I saw um, some of her stuff at District. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, And uh, she did a collaboration with Unison Home. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like Unison. Um, Me too. I like their sales. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they have sales. I, the only things I have from them I got yeah. like on super clearance. That's good. Um, okay, so her question that she submitted in the group was about um, systems and workflow. Um, wanting to know what our process looks like from the point that we get an order. Um, 
how to stay on top of everything, especially with custom work and when it's busy, um, how, um, how to balance different streams of work, uh, like creating a line and fulfilling wholesale orders and custom orders and prepping for sh shows. Kind um, of general, general small the, business the systems and workflow, I think is yeah. the, yeah, the yeah. way, um, to sum that up. And I think like to, um, actually get our like conclusion out there first before we forget we'll start with ending. the ending we're gonna start with the ending this is episode is like memento you were <laughs> movie. is that i'm um, like there is no one answer to that i yes. don't it's not what anyone wants to hear but you could probably go to a bunch of websites um with, i think that's a good um, they're gonna say do it this way and yes, you're gonna try it that way and it's probably not gonna work well and i think so, that's interesting because i think that's kind of freeing in a way because we are like in the whole comparitis thing. Mm -hmm. We do sometimes feel like, oh, I'm doing it the wrong way. And like, if I found that magical answer, if someone just told me how to do it, it everything would be better. When in reality, like it's kind of liberating to realize like, oh, I don't have to do anything mm -hmm. the way anybody else does it. I, if some weird wackadoo way of doing things helps you, like if writing everything down on individual post-it notes and putting them all over a wall mm -hmm. works for you, then do that. Like who cares right. if it's, who cares if taking a picture of that and putting it on Instagram looks like you're a nut job. Like if it works for you, do you that's how you should work because it's about you being productive and you being happy and you being feeling well, organized. And, and getting the work actually yeah. done. And getting it done in a way that is allows you to then do the real work which is potentially creating something or designing something new or making new product like I think a lot of people get and I'm I suffer from this is like you get really bogged down in all the businessy stuff and sometimes you lose sight of the fact that like you are a maker like you are a designer you are someone creating like for people that are making something mm -hmm. like it is hard to remember like hey guess what your day shouldn't be filled with X number of Instagram posts and filing things and like doing admin stuff. Mm -hmm. There, there needs to be equal parts of like she ref, she talked about like, does it, how do you like deal with all this order fulfillment when you're also trying to design a new line? Yeah. And I think a lot of times because order fulfillment is guaranteed money, mm -hmm. you tend to be like, that has to get done first. And that's priority number one. And you put designing things to the side because it's not, like a guarantee it's a it's a hypothetical thing that you feel like well i can do that later well or i can okay. do smaller amounts of that so i guess i know how i get i figured that sort of thing out yeah um and i was saying was i saying it on the live thing i don't know we just did a live thing so i don't remember what i've said all of what but we say is <laughs> mushed together in our brains um it's just like um constantly reprioritizing yeah. So like um, every time a project comes up, I put it in my planner based on when it needs to get done. Yeah. You know, here's the due date and then work backwards. And if something else comes up um, that that needs to get done faster. So now it's higher on the priority list. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it does um, bump things down that aren't as important. Right. 
but sometimes um, a bunch of things are equally important and need to happen at the same time. So now I just have to start on them earlier, you know, right. Or try or um, realize like I need or to be I'm going to have a crazy day. Or, right. Or I'm just going to be super busy right. for the next 24 hours or whatever. So like if I can start on something earlier than I normally would, yes. Or I'm just going to have a really long day. Yeah. But um, in terms of designing new lines um, yeah. or creating new things, I do um, four, four collections a year plus like the flash sales are monthly. Yeah. And that's all new stuff. Um. And I have like launch dates set. Yes. That I have to stick to. Yeah. Like I can't not stick to those because I'm literally telling my wholesale stores right, to expect that this. this is yeah. when the next collection and that's is what launching. The last and I have time, to schedule a photographer right. for a There's lookbook other shoot. things that have like, to happen around it. Right. And um if I if I don't launch that collection, that's um money from that month's launch that i'm not getting right so it's not theoretical money really like yeah it, it is the money like i try to go through the calendar and come up with two big money making things for a month yeah so like the flash sale is always the first one and then hopefully there's a second one in the middle of the month yeah like a show or a show or, or uh collections launching for retail or it's launching for wholesale yeah or um let's let's do a limited edition launch yeah. or a sale or something. That's, and that's when we've had that episode a couple episodes ago about, about designing for collections. Mm. Like that's, that was the thing that I kind of realized, like I've never, I've never done that. And it's, and I need, that's how I need to try to do it. Like who knows if it will work or not, but like, I feel like that's, that needs to be my next step is instead of just being like, Oh, all the time throughout the year, just kind of randomly design things. Mm. It, I think I am a person that needs like a self-imposed deadline. Yeah. I, I would get nothing done if I didn't right. have deadlines. And then I think that like years of being f made to feel guilty about everything in my life <laughs> <laughs> has made it. So now we're getting into it <laughs> <laughs> has made it so that like I, feel guilty if i think i'm not gonna make my own deadline right like a lot of these things aren't deadlines for a store obviously i have to get those done but yes. all the other things are deadlines i made myself right and i will feel guilty if i think i'm not going to do it and that's why i do it yeah because i'll feel like shit about myself for failing yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and that's the thing whoever did that to me Good job, everybody. Good job. It worked. And I think that's that's kind of the secret to a lot of self-employed people is like when you when you're the one that's saying what needs to happen, when you're the boss, mm -hmm. like you are the one that just had like you determine your own fate. You have mm -hmm. to decide like, well, if I want to have income that month if I want to plan for that and like give myself the best odds for <laughs> yeah and Michelle made the sale if I want the best odds that for, probably isn't as loud as it no, used to be <laughs> if it's something that like you know that like money has to come in then you're, you're the one that determines that yeah and yes of course you're gonna have times where you launch a collection or make a new product and put it out into the world and like it doesn't do as well as like something that you launched six months ago, but like you still have to 
do it. Like you still yeah. have to keep trying and like, or else, yeah, what's the point? Like, well, then you don't have anything to sell. Right. I I mean, we we're just uh, looking at last spring's launch, comparing it to this one. And I did something entirely different besides like pushing it back. Yeah. Um, it's less than half as big. Oh, yeah. And it did way better than last spring. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that kind of feeds into your feelings about paring down your mm-hmm. Well, I split collection. spring into spring one and spring yeah. two. Spring one launched for wholesale. It hasn't launched retail yet. Yeah. And it was probably one of the best wholesale launches we've had. Interesting. So we're like, I only launched eight new designs. Yeah. And it's been better than all the other 20 piece collections yeah so there's something in that for me i'm not saying like right. go do that but um you know when something's not working yeah and i think don't feel do like new yeah don't feel like you have to do things the way someone else is doing it like, no there's definitely because i feel like michelle and i talk about stuff and when you say something like, oh, this is how I do it. I, I'm I'm very like part of me is like, oh, I like I I trust Michelle as a person, so I feel like this seems likely that this could work for me, but I'm never putting all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. I'm never like, oh well I'm now I'm gonna do shit the way Michelle does it. Done. Well no because, one should do that. Right, ever. exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's when we talk about like other podcasts and websites and stuff that are like this is how you do it and this is how you're going to run your business and now give us 50 and now give us 50 dollars for this thing that we just taught you and then you kind of feel like you got duped a little bit Mm -hmm. but it's really like it's partly your fault because like everyone needs to realize that there are so many different ways to work now like there's so many different ways to run a business and launch products and fulfill orders like you have to figure out what works for you and what, you know, how, how you, and, and like, don't be afraid to try things that people have suggested and also don't be afraid to abandon them when they don't work. Right. Like, I mean, I'm constantly finding new, new methods for keeping track of things. Like just what, two days ago, um, I like Steve was having a hard time remembering what wholesale orders were due on what date yeah and i'm like uh i have this whiteboard that i'm using for something else how about i just have write a the current yeah like so i just went and wrote like this date and this order is going out this date these orders are going out yeah and um I'm like okay now so this is page. how um we'll communicate New system. yeah because like he packs and ships all the wholesale orders yeah um, and we currently have like seven open orders that are going out on different dates. Yeah. And keeping track of that between the two of us right. has now become it's a different. Important. Right. Now it's a whole different thing. It's not just it's something that can be in your brain. Right. Or in your spreadsheet or something. And it I'm, has to be. Yeah. Out. I'm learning yeah. to like figure yeah, out how to translate delegate. my organization system yeah. to his. And we work totally differently. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing for, I mean, Josh and I are talking more about like things he can help do for Orange Beautiful and like what that means. And then it's dawning on me like, okay, as much as yes, we have conversations about like what I'm working on, it's different to be like this person now is responsible for tasks being Mm -hmm. done 
and get everybody on, be on the same page. And so now there's the sense that like, yeah, we should have something up in the house. That's like what, even if it's something that he doesn't have a hand in, he needs to know like what I'm working on mm-hmm. so that he can be like, Oh, Hey, look, you don't have a whole lot of custom jobs right now. Let's the two of us work on product photography or let, you know, like to know where everybody's at. And even if you're a person by yourself, that's also true. Like, putting stuff up on the wall. Yeah. I and use having clipboards yeah, that I have, I have in front of too. me at all times. And it's like, if you can figure out a way to like really get stuff up and, and on the wall. And like, I know that I know there are people that like do everything in their phone. And I was like, just going to say that figure out if you like digital right. or paper. So like if you are somebody that really responds well to like digital reminders and Google calendars and that kind of thing, that's not like, my thing. Then you do that and i mm-hmm. know that there's apps like use evernote use google calendar mm-hmm. use reminders app like but i'm a person that like there are certain things that i will put in the reminders app just be- mostly because now we're if it's like runner, time sensitive maybe right i'll have things that are like i know that on the days i'm at roner i'm working at i'm working on that so i have to kind of switch my brain back and forth yeah and so there are certain things where I'm like, if this email needs to get sent at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, like I need to make a reminder in my phone so that when I'm not in my office mm-hmm. at for Orange Beautiful, that doesn't slip through the cracks. Sure. But then when I'm here, like every, I have to have everything has to be written down. Everything has to be physically on a piece of paper or physically on a dry erase board or like post-it notes are my best friend i love post- my office literally is covered in one million post-it notes right now i used to use post-it notes at little street and i don't use them at all i love for them. myself i want to own stock in but i couldn't notes. um figure out how to use a planner for myself at little street i tried yeah it was not working yeah and i'm addicted to my planner for yeah. my own business i need to get better at i'm i'm a person that instead of being really hooked on a planner I literally just make lists like I have a notebook that I just make and I just got a new one of those action plan Mm -hmm. that company Behance that makes those action plan notebooks that Mm -hmm. have like the little grid list and like a side thing of like action like important and prioritize that kind of shit doesn't work for me I love those things and then there's also page like the back page is just like a dot grid so I can incorporate like I can end up doing like doodles and sketches right next to like my to-do list and that works really well for me <laughs> um I mean I think I use my sketchbook for that yeah um because my sketchbook is almost as meant it's lists and designs yes yeah um but then my planner is just like a regular planner with oh, yeah I can see a week at a, time. At a yeah. time um and like if you look through my planner, there is not a single week that doesn't have something written on it through the yes. end of the year. Yeah. Because every single time I think of something, like I have an idea. Yeah. I'm not going to write that in my a list notebook yeah. on a list. I'm going to forget that exists. I'm going to decide right then and there when that idea sh- should happen. Yeah. And I'm going to put it in my planner. So then I'll when see you look it. at it later. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good idea. Um, But that said... Don't run out and buy a planner and think it's going to solve right. all your problems. And I think there's, you'll if know. If you've never used one. Like, regardless of if you're starting a business or if you've been doing it for a million years or whatever, like, you can, if you really 
sit and take stock of yourself like you know what things work and don't work and you hate and you like like you you know generally like you can say right now am i a phone am i a put everything digitally on my phone person or Mm -hmm. am i a write it down on a piece of paper person and then that will help you or a pilot yeah like you can and then you also can say like do am i trying am I trying really hard to like separate my work life and my personal life? Well, then that's a, d- you need talk to take about that. Yeah. That's a whole too. other episode. Yeah. Right. But like, think about what your problems are. Like if your problem is, Oh my God, whenever I get an order, I get, I, it gets lost in the shuffle or like, I don't keep track of it well, or I end up missing a deadline. Like, well then you need a specific, you need to come up with a specific solution for that problem. Like, come up make a cool like dry erase board or clipboard with a piece of paper on it and it doesn't have to be cute or pretty mm-hmm. it can literally just be a thing you drew up i'm watching hard that says like you know orders in and like every time you get an order you write it on that thing and you display it in front of your face like until you get into a good system where you don't feel like that's a huge problem mm-hmm. like like figure out what that one thing could get solved by and then try it for like a week and see if it's like, well, that didn't work. Yeah. Or, I don't you know. know when I started that system, but I just expanded it a little bit. Yeah. So there's a, usually like a, like to do list, like to make list on a clipboard. Yeah. Um, and I just added a second clipboard that is all the designs that I don't have inventory of like I went through and I wrote down everything that I have zero yeah made of yeah. or one zeros and ones and that's all on a second clipboard and so the idea is that like if I'm making say cube studs for my you know urgent to-do list yes. and I see that they're that also, also on, on the zero so list. throw five more pairs yeah. into my production yeah, list so that's how I'm going to trick myself into yeah, making then extra you're, stuff. You're making, you're fulfilling an order and adding to your inventory right. at the same time. I also have a system for like um, highlighting stuff based on the process that's being used. So like everything that gets soldered gets highlighted in yellow. So that I know I can see my whole to-do list. And you can be like, holy shit, there's a lot of soldering to do. I'll pull everything from the list that needs to be soldered and do it all at once. Yeah, that's good. Um, Everything that's a casting that needs to be cleaned up gets highlighted in pink. So I'll pull all those things and do those at once. Yeah, I've been trying to do that kind of thing with like, I tend to, I have a couple different ways that like new designs come about. Like the first like and bare minimum phase is that if I think of something that I want to make a type design of or like a cute idea for a card or something, it literally almost always it's on a post-it note. Almost oh. always it gets jotted down on a post-it note and just like stuck somewhere. See, and this is so different from, I would never <laughs> do that. Or it gets jotted on whatever page I'm randomly working on in my planner or my notebook or whatever. Like it's very like, Oh, that just came to me. Get it like, get it down on paper, Uh get it physically down. So it's documented and no longer like a thought in my brain. Uh And so if I do that and it's in a random notebook, I will take a picture of it with my phone. Okay. And I'll put it on the Dropbox. Okay. And I always name it whatever it is with the word sketch in it so that later I can actually type in sketch and everything, all the JPEGs that I've ever added to the Dropbox 
will come up that have sketch. You are really good at using Dropbox. I know I love Dropbox. I like every single time this you episode upload- is brought to you by Dropbox. <laughs> th- did we do that last time? I love or Dropbox. No? We can get a plug um, every time. <laughs> I like every week when you put the graphics for the new episode into the Dropbox and I get an email, yeah. I think I can't believe Emily's still doing that. <laughs> it's because that's where I know. Well, because mostly I use it because it's a perfect connection between my, any of my computers and my phone. So like I don't have to eat. I used to like email images to myself. That's what I do. No, I put it on the Dropbox. I use my Dropbox app on the phone. I literally can go to whatever most recent things are. And it's because I'm adding simultaneously. I'm adding pancake town graphics. I'm adding images for show of hands. Mm. I'm adding images for orange beautiful. I'm adding designs that need to be worked on on my laptop, whatever it is. And so I can literally just go to Dropbox, see what the most recent 20 things are and be like, okay, this needs to download to this folder. This one's going on Instagram. These three things are going on my laptop. Like it's just kind of a hmm, Dropbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm actually on my third Dropbox account um, yeah. cause I like got locked out of my other two oh. because I wasn't using them oh. <laughs> and they're full and they wanted me to pay and I did nothing oh, about yeah. it. I pay for mine cause I have a, yeah. I have like a terabyte of I, This is my last email address. So I better not fuck this one up. <laughs> I love it. I, well, so I, I do the like sketch setups and stuff and then there's also, but like I've now started realizing that I sometimes just like have sketches on random pieces of paper like if I sit and do a bunch of marker sketches in my sketchbook Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that you know four or five of them get scanned and like put into further you know like I want to try to vectorize them or I want to see how they look as a card or I want to move to the next level with them I've now I now have a thing in my office that's literally just like a physical Dropbox where all those scraps and sketches Mm -hmm. and stuff are just going to go in a file and so I now don't have to think like, oh, those there's some gems hidden away in some journals and like random post-it notes in random places and wonder where those are. Uh, I just have like a default place where those all go. And then when I do have time to sit down and be like, I'm going to do some design work for two hours, I can actually just go through that giant pile of sketches and be like, Ooh, I want to work on this one. This is a good one. Or, Oh, let's go through this and pull all the happy birthday related things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm trying to get better at like kind of harnessing those random ideas because that's mostly how, like I can't sit down and be like, okay, let's think of some ideas for cards. Like I can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I am constantly like sketching designs, but they all go into the one sketchbook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just occurred to me because her question was, what does your process look like from the second you get an order and you just got, we just heard one. So like, I haven't looked at it. We could like, yeah, pretend that I'm at home or something. So you get a ding, ding, ding on your phone. Well, so that's the first question is like when you get, when you Mm -hmm. get a notification, um, is it something that you immediately I look you at immediately it. look at it to yeah. kind of see if it's anything weird or yeah, I want to look at it to see like what what's made. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, and one thing has to get made. The other, th- uh, another thing is made, and another one is half made. So um, 
the one thing that's not made, of course, has to be soldered and tumbled and then a stone stone set. So it's let's say I solder tonight when I get home because I have a shit ton to do that gets added to my to do list. Yeah. And they're not going to this order won't go out till Saturday. Will is, you will well, you get too. one order and like immediately start to like put it into production or will you it depends get an order on where and then I'm at and to get maybe possibly get a couple other orders that then they group together somehow? Well, um I mean there's always so there're currently also four wholesale orders that go out on Monday. So this is going to get thrown into that yeah. production list yeah. and I haven't done the soldering for it. So So yeah, you can kind of l- lump things together. Right. Yeah. Like, like items. the to-do lists for wholesale and retail are all on the same clipboard, but I usually divide them up because I w- retail's going out faster. Right. Yeah. Than wholesale. Yeah. Um but like in terms of the process, they get yeah. mixed together. Yeah. So you're not just going through and fulfilling an order and then right. moving on to another order and then being yeah. like, oh, I just spent yesterday doing soldering. Why didn't I add this one thing from this other order right. to it? Yeah. Um. So like in a perfect world, this I could have Steve take this with the orders going out tomorrow, but it's not going to happen. Um. Is that the only retail order maybe anyhow there's a and will you do what you were saying like if there's a thing say there's a necklace on there that is on your zeroed out list like that you mm. have to and you have to make that i should probably would you make, make a bunch one of those and then make six extra actually like, would you make a yeah. bunch together because um some of those studs they're like three different stones that stud comes in yeah and i don't have the onyx or jade ones made yeah. i should do a whole bunch of them yeah yeah so the next time they're ready to go so i think it'd be a- easier for me to make a whole bunch yes than that, just and that's one another pair. thing to think like mine is less because i don't have a whole lot of like made to order things most of my product is just like maybe at the bare minimum needs to just be packaged. I'm trying to move to all to ready to ship. That's yeah. this whole plan. And I think that like when I get an order, like I go, you know, if, if there's something that's weirdly like not packaged or not ready, then yeah, that gets, you know, I make a special note of like, Oh, I need to actually print. I need to do like 10 more. and I'll never do like one. I'll, if it's like, mm. Oh, somebody ordered to make it rain print and I don't have any of those in stock. Then I, I won't print one. Yeah, I'll print, it's a good way I'll to trick 10. yourself into yeah. having inventory. And then you just have it. Um, but I think it's good to also like for my stuff, I always have to remember that if it's slow, and you need like you can make up things to do that will help you later. Like I can go through and be like, oh look, I only have twelve of the single card packaged. Like if I have downtime, I should spend an hour like packaging. X same way you'll have like a zeroed out list of like I don't have yeah, any of this in like, inventory. Once a month, try to right. go through just have my like inventory. A, yeah. And just kind of fulfill holes. That would be nice. Because then that helps that. you later when it is crazy busy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like, oh, shit, I have to solder this 
one pair of earrings and like it's march so i feel like um the holidays are around the corner <laughs> christmas is so um, close I you guys just, like i want our like routine to be like yeah well-oiled machine by then yes. um wait i had another thought oh she asked about getting ready for shows oh yeah so that usually a show for me gets its own clipboard it's yes. so much stuff yeah for sure um, well, and yeah, and depending on the show, if it's some, I mean, if it's like a pop up where you're, so maybe show bringing yeah. like show of hands, we'll but get like a show of hands, clipboard. yeah, it's like three days, big, you know, big crowds. Whatever. I already have like my to do list started for it for some bizarre I, reason. I totally love that there are people already like planning products for show of hands, and I haven't even told people they are in yet. Um, no, but by it's the, called confidence. I thought about um how this is airing significantly after. Oh, so, right. So um, let's pretend. Well, I mean, it's safe to say that you are accepted. God, it would make this podcast awkward. Wouldn't that be weird if I was just like, yeah, it's not too bad we, you didn't get into show of hands. Start the podcast with this is Michelle. Michelle's very pissed. You don't talk. You just don't talk the whole time. I didn't. I brought myself one scone, <laughs> and I'm gonna eat it in front of you. Get over it. I'll um, be fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I got new tablecloths for show of hands. I'm psyched about. Mm, springtime tablecloths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I've. I'm actually using show of hands as, like a launch like i say this now but then who knows what will happen in the next two months but my goal is to have kind of a seriously thought out booth display which i haven't had in a long time it's always very even though people are like your booth display looks great and it seems so organized and thought out and i'm like it's not at all like it's I always look at it and go, oh, I could, this could be so much better. <coughs> but I think I need to use the show the same way. Like I always tell vendors like, oh, use show of hands as like a place to launch new products and like yeah. introduce yourself in a new way to your customers and like think yeah. about how exciting it is for your current customers to see new fresh stuff from you and think about all the new people that have never seen you before. And then I don't do that very thing. Like I literally don't prioritize orange beautiful's participation in the show well because you're busy with, right with but other things. the fact sure. is is like i should i should be planning for that as something that is just as important as making signage for the show and doing getting the floor plan done and confirming vendors and confirming food and all, like it has to be as important mm -hmm. and i always make it last priority and then my sales suffer for it. Like people are always like, oh, I bet you make so much money at show of hands. No, I probably make the least. Yeah. I probably make, I probably have the worst sales at show of hands. So do you want to um, say you're going to commit to that? Like for the first time? Yes, absolutely. Like I, I, I need to have new product that, that officially launches at show of hands and have some, you know, like be marketing that be saying like, here's teaser things leading up to the show and like this. And if you're excited about this, like this is where you're going to be able to get it. I might even have some stuff that's only available at show of hands. Show of hands is, um, uh, during my flash sale this year. So I'm going yeah. to do the flash sale in person and online. I love that. Um, and I'm doing like the whole like new, like color 
branding yes. stuff, which I'm like, I'm having fun with, but it's also been consuming all of my brain power. Yes. Um. Oh, what I was going to say with committing to you doing that is that I was thinking about the other day how we kind of use this podcast as like the secret, which I haven't read. Obviously. <laughs> when you say something out into the world that yeah. you manifest its destiny yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure the book's about more than that because it's, it's like, like not a one page book. Or it's like how you say something out loud and your phone hears you and then there's a Google ad for. Maybe that's the author of The Secret. I think it is. Yeah. Trying to sell more books. What was it? Something something showed up I don't in know Josh's Instagram feed, like an ad for something. And I can't remember what it was. It was the creepiest thing. It was something that we literally had just had just talked about. But not Googled like or anything? Like 20 minutes prior, had not Googled it, huh. had not looked it up, had not done a damn thing on a computer. And then there was an ad for it. Like huh. a thing that he's ne- that has nothing to do with anything he's ever searched for or looked at. And then it was an ad on his phone. And he was like, the phones are definitely listening to us. I think we've just given the world more ways to be coincidental. You know? Yeah, that's true. More the likely- yeah, the yeah. likelihood that something's going to be a coincidence is so much greater now um uh also like with this whole um you know dividing up your time between all the aspects of running a business has me thinking about the book which again i didn't read the secret um no uh the <laughs> four hour work week oh yeah yeah yeah. um which is Did tim ferris right yeah yeah um uh and i had him summarize parts of it is the idea that you're you work for four hours in one week i don't or is that a metaphor i don't know i think it's a metaful oh, okay but it's kind of <laughs> about like, like ident- not doable <laughs> it's about identifying the things that you don't enjoy don't oh, want yeah. to do aren't yeah. good at in your business and paying someone else to do it well congratulations for you. some of us don't have um money to pay other people to but, do things for you yes but yes but um <laughs> Uh, but you like that game. I do because I, the second you said that, I'm like, oh my God, I'm the queen of saying yes, but, yes, but. um, anyhow, uh, by taking some things off of your to-do list, now you're more productive with those things and you're bringing in more money so then you can afford to pay this other person to do something. Got it. Um, in theory, in theory. No, it makes sense. I mean, I I fully agree with, like, anytime I have, even stuff that I feel like I'm fully capable of doing, every time I've been like, you know what? I'm delegating that out to someone else. I'm going hi- to I'm gonna have a photographer take mm-hmm. pictures, even though, yes, I obviously could use my nice camera and take my own photos. Like, it always works out better. Like, at the end, you're, I'm, I always feel like, okay, that was a good decision for the business and I can, mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole, you got to spend money to make money thing. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm a huge advocate for paying someone to do product photos yeah. because we're doing them ourselves now, which is a combination of like Emily, um, Emily Ryan has a full-time job now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, she doesn't have time to do my product photos, yeah. which is great for her. Yeah. But also now we're like, okay, okay. um, let's take this opportunity to save some money yeah, and do it ourselves. But like some of the photos, I still look at them and I'm like, 
Emily's were better. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I, I loved just handing them off. Yes. There's definitely something to be said for like, that's getting it taken care of while I go over here and do this work. Yeah. That's nice to I, know. I do miss that yeah. a little bit. Well, a lot. I'm, I'm sure we can find, <laughs> I'm sure we can find a new product photographer. But like we've, now we've spent so much money on photo equipment that we kind of have to do it ourselves. Well, then you should start an aspect of your business where you take other people's product photography it's it's been a thought yeah um but i want like a solid year of us doing it for me before i feel comfortable saying charging someone money for doing it because like some things we've got figured out and are great but uh, like i'll make something and it'll be like really reflective and it fucks everything up (laughs) or like some of I, we're photographing stuff for the flash sale that doesn't lay flat. Oh, yeah. And so I was, we're like cutting little bits of the clear earring back to set up stuff. under it. Yeah, museum wax yeah. would probably be like, the answer to that. But it's something I hadn't thought of. Right. You know, yeah. and now here we are needing to do it now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Four hour work week. Uh, probably a good audiobook for that. Yeah. I should probably listen to it. I think it's definitely something that, yeah, when you don't go to an office and, like, clock in, clock out, like, you do have to figure out ways of, make like, assigning yourself time to work on things. Like, you can't just... Yeah. And you have to... You do need to have a plan. Like, I find... I mean, I have days where, like, I get up and I'm just, like oh my God, I don't have a plan for today. Like, I don't have, like, Josh will be like, what are you working on today? And I'm like, I don't know. Everything. And it's like, well, that's not yeah, a good use that, of my time. Yeah, just flailing good. about, like, poking around on email and, like, you end up just doing, working on shit you don't need to work on. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh shit, I should, I had this design thing I was supposed to do and I didn't work on it at all because I didn't have a plan. I usually work on my to-do list every night yeah. too before I go to bed and then I look at it again in the morning. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people like people who know what they're talking about say that you <laughs> shouldn't check your email first thing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I do. It's the first thing I do when I get up. Because yeah. it'll drive me nuts not knowing if there's something there's an issue. A priority yeah. Yeah. in my like I just want to knock it out and I actually look at my email all day. I'm sure yeah. experts would say don't do that either. I do have like I will say I have like my Gmail notifications so that like when I do get an email it does pop up. Mine always pop up on my like phone. in like groups while I'm trying to do something else <laughs> and annoy me and so I just turned it off. I mine it seems to work okay. Like it'll like one or two will pop up, but it's nice because then I can just kind of quickly discern like Oh, I you know, and it shows you like the first line of yeah, the email. Yeah, I wanted my and phone I can to just, do that. I can kind of just say like cool, clear, but like it doesn't it's almost like you look at it, but it doesn't mark it in your email right. as being open. So right. it's still like a new message that you can you'll look at later. But it's nice because it then I can be like, Oh shit, this person just emailed me. Like that might be about this thing that we're currently working on. I'm gonna yeah. go read that and pay attention to it. So it's almost like I'm kind of pseudo checking it like throughout the day, but not, I'm not ever like sitting down and like answering emails 
That just reminded me that I accidentally, when I was turning that off, I um, turned off the like little number of unread emails. Oh yeah, accidentally. Um, so hmm. let's see if I've just now fixed that. Yeah, there, forty-one <laughs> unread emails. Forty-one. Yeah, and I cleared them before I got here. <laughs> um, it's too many emails. I'm sure they're mostly junk. I have, let's find out, two. <laughs> I have two unread, two unread emails. I'm going to clear them all while I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast where you listen to other people check their check email. Their email. Um, Dropbox, you've connected a new iOS uh -oh. device uh -oh. to Dropbox paper. It loves you. It's like, please, we love you, Michelle. Don't give up on Dropbox. Mm -hmm. No, I already saw that one. I got this a wholesale morning. inquiry. That's nice. Ooh. Um, from an from an exciting <laughs> from store. store. Um, it's a store that I've not heard of in Maine. Oh. Really? Uh, yeah. I want to know what store it I is know, later. Right? I think it's a jewelry boutique. There's a store like they in sell, Maine like they that I think jewelry. is really cool. So that's why I was wondering. Oh, I think it's a Kennebunkport. Kennebunkport. Oh, that sounds like a vacation-y town. Oh, for sure. Hmm. Um, what else do we want to talk about work workflow-wise? I think, oh, um. well, in regards to phone things, I was also going to say that I usually like plug my phone in at like seven or eight at night and I don't look at it again until the that's morning. That's very which good. Which seems to work for I me. can attest to I that. I turn the ringer off. Yeah, that's good. And I plug it in and I turn it upside down so that I can't, can't see the see notifications. Yeah. And then I like go read or something because I know that for the last four months of the year that I'm not going to get that time that I'm going to work till like midnight and then pass out. Right. So I'm taking your time. This now. is my, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that that's a good thing to like, not if you, if you, and that's another thing, what we were saying before, like if you feel like you spend way too much time on email or you spend way too much time on social media or you spend way too much time, whatever, like give yourself a sign, like tell yourself you can't check your email after a certain time or you don't have your phone on you when you, go out to eat or what you know yeah. like i'm just sick of it out some, at that yeah. point in the day well and it's not something that like you shouldn't be expected to be replying to people's emails when literally everyone no. that has a real job that like works nine to five like they're not yeah. responding to your emails at 6 p.m so why yeah. the fuck should i like occasionally if i do see like last week a customer emailed me and said hey my order's marked as delivered but i didn't get it i responded to her immediately right and thankfully it was given to our neighbor. That's good. So, um, well, I think all as well. That's also that the boomerang thing is really great mm, for that love kind of thing. Boomerang. We've talked then about that before. If you do actually, if you do actually have time to sit down and like respond to a bunch of emails, I've done this a ton of times where like if it's eight o'clock at night and I'm working in my office and I want to respond to like six people's emails, I don't want to send them at eight o'clock at night because I don't want those people getting the expectation that I will respond to them at eight 30 at night. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want them seeing yeah, that yeah, and yeah. feeling like 
that's an appropriate time to do business with me. Mm. So I set them to boomerang so that I can, I can actually send them. They're already written and ready to go, but then I send them at seven in the morning. Oh, I've never pre-written a response. And then I usually use the boomerang where I'm like, I don't have the brain power to respond to this properly right now. So I'll I'll have it sent to myself. I'll do it when it's like, I just don't want people to think I'm responding to emails at midnight or 6 p.m. Because then then they start, especially like clients where you're kind of repeatedly emailing them. I don't mm-hmm. want them to be like, oh, well, she responded to me. Like, I got a quick response at 7 p.m. last time. Like, mm. even if they send me something at 7 p.m. and I see it right away, I don't. they don't need to know that I saw it right away and I replied right away at 7 p.m. I'm eating dinner, like, yeah. for all they know. Yeah. So I try to set the expectation that, like, I have business hours just like everybody else. So I like, I always, I use that boomerang all, all the time so good what i've always been curious about and i haven't looked into it all is um some sort of like app uh that would like auto text respond to people oh yeah i want something that like i could set like turn it on that if someone texts me it just says Sorry, this is automated message. Sorry, I'm busy right now. Like, I'll yeah, get back to like you later. On how on Messenger you can set the thing to be like, I'm not available, mm-hmm. or I'm a, I'm around but I'm right. busy, or yeah. Because like the other night when I had a headache and like couldn't look at any screens, I had more people texting me than ever on any other day like, all of off. a sudden everyone is texting me and i'm like what just happened this is weird yeah um i'm sure there's and a, I, I bet there's like, an app that you can text through or like if i'm really busy and i hear my like i've purposely left my phone in the other room yeah. and i hear a text and i like and you're like do i want to care <laughs> yeah and i don't want someone to think that i'm ignoring them on purpose but i'm just and it's awkward to say, hey, sorry, I'm busy. But if it's automated, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. like that would take care of my problems. But so. it wouldn't say, hey, sorry, I'm busy. It would say, Michelle is busy right now. Yeah, I want to sound like a computer. It's your it. assistant. It's yeah. your assistant yeah, replying. Yeah, yeah. Michelle's sure. busy right now. So Can text I take a message? assistant. There, yeah, yeah, someone. Yeah. I bet that You know exists. what? Every time I, I give exists. Steve an app idea because he told me he wanted app ideas, he turns me down. Every time. <laughs> Monica and I had... <laughs> A really good one. Now, what was it? Neither of us are going to remember because she doesn't remember things and I've started losing it. But we had this really good app idea that we came up with when we were in Tucson. Was it? Oh, it was for um, uh, hitchhiking. Oh, God damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we saw more hitchhikers in Tucson than no, I've no. ever seen. I don't think I've ever actually seen a hitchhiker until this last year in Tucson. What the fuck? Hitchhiking city. Do people not understand that you are going to get murdered? Like, what is that about? Like, if there was an app for hitchhiking, you could have a profile. No, but this would be free. Free. Hitchhiking free. Um, That you could then make sure (laughs) that neither party is a serial killer. How would you make sure? Like... I don't know. How do you vet people to decide that they're not a serial killer? I don't Even know. if they, but that doesn't mean somebody's not going to kill for the first time. It's funny though, because all as, serial killers <laughs> killed somebody for the first time. As I'm saying this, 
the reason I wouldn't use Uber <laughs> for like the first several I years still don't use Uber is because, is because I, I thought people were going to kill me. Right. But I always gave the example that I thought that Jeffrey Dahmer would pass oh, he any would test. Totally be an Uber to driver. Be an Uber driver. Jeffrey Dahmer would be totally. Oh, speaking of which, what? What's that new movie on Netflix about Jeffrey Dahmer? It's like a. Oh, it's like a the Dom. It's like Dahmer him as a kid or something. Like it's like that? him as a teenager. Um, I haven't looked at it. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer's my favorite, so I'm. <laughs> Like I mean, this is I like don't want to get like let story. down when people make new things about him. It looks pretty interesting. Um, there's a little bit too much. Um, I mean, at least in the preview, there was a little bit too a little too many him killing animals. He did things yeah. like in the show, which I'm like, I don't really want to see that. Mm. I don't really want to see him no. killing animals. No, like people, fine, <laughs> right? I animals, think I, like not, not interested. Um. I also like don't get creeped out by his whole thing because he didn't kill women. I th- I don't think I could be obsessed with a serial killer that killed that women. Killed women? Yeah, no, he only killed men. I think that's why. Well, that and He's like he to. was close to us, sort of yes. in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. And um, when Audrey, my um, childhood best friend, and I were little, we like snuck a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Um, home from the video store <laughs> that we're repeatedly told we weren't allowed to watch and i like still have all of the mental images in my head i love how people tell their kids not to watch something thinking that that doesn't make them guaranteed to watch it <laughs> yeah like that was with that was what happened with me with dirty dancing mm. like we were at like a sleepover and the girl had dirty dancing on a vhs people because i'm was born in the 70s um what vhs's were a thing for like forever yeah i still have a whole drawer of vhs's i don't have vhs player though well most of them slash almost all of them are the movies that audrey and i made that we (laughs) directed that you should definitely get digitized and put on a website no (laughs) for sure my bad acting yeah but i just think that's hilarious because like literally all of our parents were like no, you're absolutely not watching that. And we're like, well, guess what our new project is? Figure mm-hmm. out how to get a copy of it and watch it. Yep. <laughs> For yep. sure. Yep. Like we ca- we cared about it like mm, eight, <laughs> of, like six out of 10. Now we care about it 15 out of 10 yes. because you don't want me to watch it. Yep. Why is it that good? How did I get on Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, apps. Because you were talking about apps and then there hitchhiking. We go. And I then love how trying to jo- track my. Track back what, yeah. how we got to something. All right. I apps. mean, Uber is literally an app for hitchhikers. Uber is literally moni- it. it's monetized hitchhiking. It's so expensive. I'm though. amazed that more people have not turned up dead because of Uber. Yeah. Also, why are Uber drivers and Lyft drivers the worst drivers? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I haven't taken like, enough you don't to know experience because that. you don't drive. Like you don't mm-hmm. drive. I kid you not, they are the worst. Oh, I find they're drivers. better than the cab drivers. Oh my god, they no. have to take they're a lot ter- of cabs. Maybe it's different being inside the vehicle, but if you are another car around, driving next to or behind a Lyft driver or an Uber driver, they're it's like driving behind a senile blind old man. Hmm. Like they, I don't sw- know, they swerve. They s- slow down and just double park in the middle of a street. Like sh- they're the worst. Hmm. And actually, it's been it's more Lyft than Uber. 
The only time I ever thought I was going to die in a car. No, they're was not dangerous. They're, they're on Lakeshore Drive in a Chicago taxi. Well, yeah, taxi drivers are a whole. Monica, I'm not saying taxi too. drivers are better. They're also terrible. But like, oh, they're the worst. I'm just like every time somebody is being a horrible driver, and that my first thought is like, oh, yep, there's an Uber sticker. Hmm. Shocker. You would think that they'd want to drive better though. Oh, no, they're terrible. They're so they terrible. want to keep their jobs. I wish that they. I wish that they all had to have numbers, identifying numbers on their cars that like track that like tracked them to uber Oh, from that like outside like the way that cabs do mm. because i should be able as a driver or even a rider or a pedestrian i should be able to report that car i should be able to report that directly to uber so that when they have 12 different people hmm. reporting them that's a good well i mean get their rating goes down or they get talked to or they get looked i think into. you just have to get their license plate number I know, but it, sh- you want it, it seems bigger? like it should be, it just seems like it should be a- attached to Uber. Like I shouldn't have to go, here's their license plate. It was Illinois. It was a brown. I think just Honda. the license plate number. Like Uber I should be responsible that. for that, right? Uber has their license plate number. Mm. Maybe I should look into that. Um, There's been a couple that I'm like, I would report you if there was like a clear I mean, way to report people you. People I see that are terrifying to me are like all the people looking at their phones while they're driving. Oh, well, that's a whole nother thing. Christ. That's a whole nother thing. Um, productivity. <laughs> You're trying to bring us back. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, so I don't know. Like, obviously I have a I'm way doing a shit can... job today. Cause it's one. That's o'clock. what I was about to say. I have a great way of not, b- of upping your productivity. Yeah. Don't start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think like, okay, before the podcast, would we still be sitting yes, around? For sure. We right. would be, we would be at bang bang right now. And we'd be like, Oh shit. It's one o'clock. We gotta yeah. go. And then we wouldn't have recorded a podcast. So what's the difference? There's no difference. Yeah. We need this time. That's the point. Yeah. It's really healthy. I think absolutely because otherwise like you would never leave your house mm-hmm. i i would only leave my house to go to work i got really weird those like three weeks we took off from the podcast over you got the holidays Shit got yeah, weird. i got weird <laughs> i weird. that's when my rut started yeah um, well no because you start i mean when you start like hermitizing which in, i think i want to way. do i like something oh, for sure i want to do it and i think this is perfect for me i never need I to leave it. um yeah this is no, the life that, i was yeah. destined for um <laughs> and then i start to get weird real fast well yeah you need you need to like check in mm-hmm. with humanity every once in yeah, a while that and sucks like, but it's totally true no it's totally true i mean that's why that's why show of hands is like my favorite <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, there's at least two times <laughs> this year that I'm going to be around a bunch of people. <laughs> at least minimum two. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, good. It is good. I have to be present. I have to be socializing. I have to be on my game. I got to task mask, master everything. Like, it's good. So maybe that's the another piece of advice is find a accountability buddy accountability buddies yeah that's from south park oh it is accountability buddies okay what is it 
it's referencing they like the kids i think it's specific to butters okay i don't remember the exact reasons i'm but just like, wondering like if it's something like dirty oh I, i'm <laughs> get 99 sure it is because it's, it's south park yeah but there was something where like they basically were like we need accountability buddies it might have had to do with something where that like one of the kids thought he was gay i can't remember hmm. um but yeah they i mean i do remember specifically butters being the one that was like i need an accountability he's my accountability buddy <laughs> yeah spell that <laughs> you i'm trying it? to um but yeah you got to find ways to like give yourself especially when, if you aren't doing custom work and you aren't you don't have clients and you don't have outside forces like controlling what you're doing like you do you do need to get you know you got to have some kind of events or meetups or whatever it is where mm. like you can kind of push yourself a little to get out there and like have conversations with people and like get feedback and like put your product in front of people and you know otherwise you're going to you're going to get real hermity. Yeah. You're going to lose sight you of like You can do it on this podcast if you want. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I mean, think it'd be fun to like brainstorm ideas with other people if they're like, "Hey, I have this thing that I can't figure out." Yeah, yeah. Let's let's all talk about it. Everybody on the go around the room. Well, I think if we did an episode, um, we could do it. Like if we did it at Portage Grounds, yeah, in the conference room, and we had like six or seven people. Yeah, and we could. Do I think like that a that might brainstorm be like session. The, the new meetup, um, thing. Yeah, I think it's like good. I kind of just want to moderate other yeah. people yeah like that's kind of what that the glossary event that's what yeah. that was where it was like instead of just like industry experts talking to a room mm -hmm. it was like the people who the actual audience was like the people who brought content and said this is what we want to talk about yeah it was good. or like um have it this is too complicated i know but like have people sign up as being like i know about this topic and then have other people sign up as I want, I want to know, to know about more about something. this topic. Yeah. And then try to yeah, make those all meet, match yeah. each other. I mean, I think it's good. Like if there's some sense of like the glossary thing was nice because it was very like-minded dish. It was, it was like specifically like, you know, we're assuming that we all have a business or want to have a business. Like we run, you know, like it's kind of the way our podcast is very loosely like this is about running your own business but like it's there's a bunch of tangential but it's also about tv shows yeah it's all and like you know it get it spreads out wider than yeah. that but yeah i think it's good because then you can kind of you kind of touch everybody's topics without and you're not like alienating one person like oh you mm. didn't talk about anything i'm interested in like the likelihood is you'll probably get something out of if somebody's talking about opening a brick and mortar store or somebody's talking about workflow or somebody like mm. you're probably gonna get some ideas from the other topics yeah yeah but i think yeah it's good to like listen to podcasts like this and like read blogs that are about running your own business and like find some fun books that are like you know 
motivational or organ- yeah. about organization or about whatever. I like, haven't found any good books that are actually about like running your own handmade business. No, they're all they terrible. All oh, there was an idea I had before we started the podcast was to get some of those books and just like oh. rip them apart. <laughs> Destroy them from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all like so many of them are so... I got rid of all of mine, Like, though. either out of touch or... Yeah, like, there was one that was, like, all about, like, making your... Turning your craft into mm-hmm. a business. That was and a was huge thing so, for a while. It was just very condescending and, like, baby... Like, make make your things with love and, like, make sure you ship them on time. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> give me some real world... Steve used to always say, like, you should write your own book. And then I realized that I would never do that because I don't think you can tell a whole audience how to do anything. My book would just say, figure out how to do it on your own. Well, yeah, your book would just be a memoir. And then it would, at the end, it'd be like, you can do shit the way I did it or not. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like, here's what I did. That's my story. I think that's interesting. People would read that. Mm. A couple, people, a couple of your mom would. <laughs> a couple of people would read it. I don't want to write a book, though. No, I, no. Who wants to write a book? Dee wants to write a book. Oh, this is she's being so she's good. Being so good right now. She's like she's tired of dealing with like us. so loud. I know. During she, the first episode, is, she's and bipolar. Now she's, yeah, she's completely bipolar. Oh, do you need to go on lithium, Dee? Yes, I do. Thank you, Dougie Lithium. She's I'm sure a that's dog. a thing because there's oh like I'm sure it is other doggy she's such drugs. a good doggy she doesn't need drugs she just she gets really excited and she wants to express herself nothing and wrong she with really that. wants people to play with her and then she gets tired and is like I'm gonna sleep for eight hours I'll see you when it's dinner time <laughs> there she goes oh my god yeah. she's stretching good. her front paws don't touch the ground <laughs> you can't you can totally like put your hand like slide your hand underneath her paws because they just (laughs) levitate it's real cute yesterday steve and i were watching a squirrel in the tree and it was like eating the tree and we're like oh look and we're like oh my god we need a pet yeah you need this a pet is real ridiculous bad. you're like cooing over a squirrel <laughs> yeah we were because he yeah. did this little thing trying to grab another branch just get a cat already i only like artemis though but then get a cat like Artemis. She's fucking kick ass. I got her from Paws. Yeah. I don't know. Our place really isn't big enough for an animal to be cat. in. Or get like a fucking hedgehog or something. Or a bunny. No. You should get a cat. I'm just saying. They're super easy I want to take a care dog. of. Cats are so low maintenance. They're no, so- I want a dog. <laughs> well, then get a dog. We can't. We're not allowed to. Oh, right. Yeah. We would have a dog if we could. Well, then you need to move. I know. Because your apartment's to. weird. And then you <laughs> and then get a dog. <laughs> you tell me shit about your apartment all the time. And I'm like, why do you live there? It's because so we can't crazy. afford to move. I know, but you could. You just can't afford to move to somewhere else that you want to live. That's true. That's the real answer. City is so weird. Like, I can't, we can't afford to buy a house, but we did because we went six miles west <laughs> yeah um and now we can't know chicago like renting and buying is so weird because yes, it's terribly weird um it's actually more affordable to pay a mortgage yep on a house yep. than it is rent but only that's only true 
if you can make that down payment happen. That's the real, that's the realistic thing yeah. about it. And that's why not, that's why rents are so high is because there are so many people that can't afford to put like $30,000 down on a house. Yeah. And so landlords know that. And that's why they're able to charge like $3,000 for a two bedroom apartment. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. Well, I refuse to spend that kind of money on yes. renting, which is why right. we live and work where we do. So. Yeah. Well, but you're trading off good, like good neighborhood for smaller apartment. Yeah. Like you could live in a not so great neighborhood. That's not like walkable. Well, to we did that and you could pay less. We did that. We're done with that. Yeah. It's a trade off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we answered that question. We threw out some ideas. We threw out some, um, you know, obviously now I'm just focused on the time and how I need to go home and do all those things I said I need to do. So the answer is how do you deal with workflow? We stop, we cut ourselves off yeah we have limitations <laughs> i think the next episode besides the one we have planned yeah um needs to be about the work-life balance thing which yeah i've i've listened to several podcasts that their title was going to be about work-life balance and just been so disappointed 20 minutes in i've turned it off so there's like a lot about? of pressure you know just like Nothing. the same old things that you always hear out of everyone that feels real glossed over. Yeah. Like they're just talking about their ideal day. Not the big picture. Yeah. I don't like, so yesterday I had a headache most of the day. Yeah. I also had a ton of work to do Yeah, and I needed to bake for the podcast. You had to bake for sure. Well, (laughs) um, you can't show up here without baked goods. Um, and at one point I realized I had to stop working to start baking and I thought, you know, this is ridiculous. I actually want to bake. Yeah. But I've like trained myself to feel guilty about taking the time to do it. And right. that's just about, that's not about like finding time. It's about, about how you telling feel myself about it. yeah. that it's okay to yep. do it. Yep. Cause there is time. Yeah. Always. And the whole irony that like doing those things is an investment in your business. Like if you aren't burnt out and you have managed your time and you're a happier, more productive person, then guess what? Your business is going to It's just so easy to forego all of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other episode because like, you know, I found a way to take four days off to go to Tucson. Yeah. So why can't I take two hours to bake yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyhow, something to start yeah. thinking about how we want to do an episode and do it better than all the other We are work better life than everyone balance else. All you um, other podcasts. work life podcast chumps yeah. that suck that we talk about all the time. <laughs> I don't know. That's a thing. I don't have... Well, uh, I don't know if I remember the podcast it was that I was listening to, but regardless, I was extremely disappointed in well, it. It was just so boring. Like we turn our phones off at 5 p.m. every day. It's like sometimes life doesn't allow for that. And also that's not an answer. Like that's not a, that's not a, that's not a solution to anything. That's like, yeah. Okay. You're just ignoring 
like work. And also it's not, like you said, it's not about like, oh, I turned off my phone. It's like, well, how do you get over feeling like that's a bad or good decision? Like that's Mm -hmm. the real, the real question is like, why do I feel bad about not looking at my phone or Mm. why am I, why am I so dependent on checking in? Like that's the real problem. It's not like, Oh, I turned my phone off. So now I don't have to check on things. Like the root of the problem is, do you feel comfortable with how much you're looking at your phone or not? And maybe you really work productively after 5 PM. Maybe you're like, maybe you have a day job and you need to come home and have your phone on. Yeah. I'd love to have someone on who is still working like a full-time day job. Yeah. Um, and, um, someone who like has kids that they have to, you know, keep alive and shit. Yeah. And take care of like throughout the day and also figure out times to get work done yeah like in between I, naps like and daycare and whatever like that's yeah that's a whole other thing because we're just like well you have you go in I have what two days a week right now i'm three i'm working two okay. days a week so that's a lot yeah um i mean it wasn't that long ago that i was working like 40 to 50 hours a week yeah. and spending every single night and weekend day doing I'm, I'm only working like max like 20 hours a week. Okay. So it's not, it's not a, you know, I mean, it's a job. It's, it's time that I'm not spending on my company, but it's not, it's nothing like having a full-time 60 hour week job. That's crazy. I can't imagine doing that. And I mean, but then I also say that and it's like, I'm, I am running like two companies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like figure out for yourself what what is too much for you and how do you get to give yourself a break? I think I'm just realizing that because for so many years I did do like having a full-time job and having the business and before that like in college I had three jobs at the same time and like 21 credits. Yeah. That um now that I'm just doing this, that it feels I don't like know anything yeah. better than to fill up every yeah. minute of my day. Yeah. And that's why I always appear to be doing things all the time because I don't well, know how to not do them. And that's the thing that people hmm. forget is like, it's, it's totally fine to work all the time. If you're not that's miserable. Just, right. That's just how I function, I guess. Right. Like, but you don't have to do that. If you wake up, if you don't want to do that, don't and do that. Feel stressed out and feel like you're not being productive and feel like you're wasting time doing something else or whatever, then yeah, change shit. But like if you start working at 4 p.m. and work till two in the morning and you're fine with having your phone on all the time, like that, then keep go yeah. more power to you. Like, yeah, keep functioning. Live that Instagram way. yourself working. Yeah. People love that. People love that shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the thing we, aren't fans of is like when people are like here's the answer this is the formula that you have to follow and it's like there's so many variables of having having a one income family or a two income family Mm -hmm. or you have a full-time job or you don't or you have kids or you have you do volunteer work or you like whatever the thing is that takes up the other parts of your time Mm -hmm. like we don't know I don't know anything about that yeah 
So I can only speak to my experience. And you also don't know how people use their time. Like, it's funny to think about people thinking like, oh, you're so busy all the time. Or, oh, you have so much free time. You can just have lunch in the middle of the day whenever you want. It's like, no, that's not true. Mm -mm. (laughs) You don't know. So, yeah, it's weird. Because, like, I mean, I have stuff where people either don't, like, they don't know that I'm working at Roner. And then they're just like, oh, well, you're just, like, doing whatever you want whenever you want to do it. And it's like, well, no, I have a job. We actually, like, to. purposely try to do spontaneous things. Yeah. Because we know we can, but we don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Take actually, advantage of after Bang Bang, I met up with Steve at the library. And nice. I thought, this is weird and random that we're and walking great. around. So we went and had lunch, which yeah. is something we never do. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Just to... You should feel like I have some control over right. my life. Well, and that you're ben- you there are advantages to the way your life is set up. Like mm-hmm. you've made choices that like, yeah, you should reap the benefits of that. Like mm-hmm. I I definitely want to do more of that kind of thing too, especially like with the weather getting nicer. Yeah, I love how it's sunny and not raining. Yeah. I was basically drenched by the time yeah, I got it was here terrible this morning. This morning. But I kind of, like, don't mind it. It was slightly cold. I kind of like rainy days. Um, Dee's making me want to take a nap. I know. Or I need another coffee. You're so sweet. Dee, go make me a coffee. Oh, stretch. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good stretch. That was really good, Dee. Levitate the leg. (laughs) She's so cute. She knows I'm talking about her. Um, Um, Yeah, what else do we talk about? I don't know. I feel like... We did good. We can wrap it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think so. We'll probably, we'll have some interview episodes coming up and then that we're really excited about probably, I mean, into the spring, we're probably going to have a lot more guests, I would hope. Yeah. Um, or and visit, then, visit people in their studios yeah. or their stores. And then stay tuned for, hopefully we'll figure out another meetup soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, show of hands is in like eight weeks. Is that terrifying to think about? No, because I've. You're like, nope, and planning for it for yeah. months. <laughs> no. I said something and, to somebody uh, like, I guess it was last week. I said something like, oh, well, you know, show of hands is in like nine weeks. And they were like, no, what? How is that? And I'm like, yeah, May, first weekend of May. It's nine weeks away. I mean, now it's all, March I'm now. I'm focused on hoping that we get into the show that's after the week after show of hands that I have no idea how hard it is. When will you know about that? Um, on March 13th, I think something like that. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah. Pile may stuff up. Why not? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So I think that we'll wrap it up. And as always, if you have questions for us, you can email us at pancaketownpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, join the Facebook group. Yeah, the There's group. a ton of people on there, and it's been really good. There's this really long uh, thread about accountant stuff. I saw that. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> and we all just keep updating every time we learn something about new about like S Corps and taxes yes. and shit. And it's, it's the fucking best. Yeah. That's really good. 
Yeah. That's stuff that people don't, I don't know. People are pretty guarded with talking about money stuff usually. So we haven't, none of us have used like specific figures well, no, that we're talking about. To, but, but I think, I don't know. I think people get real weird about like, I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel like makers and independent people like they just don't it's not something that's very comfortably shared as much i think people don't want to admit that they don't know what right or that like doing. yeah or that they've been like hacking away at it themselves and it's like well yeah we all have in like, the group we we all admit that we didn't know something and then yes, someone helps you which is um, nice there's no uh, several people have said to me that there's a lack of judgment which is funny because this is like the most judgmental podcast in the world. Yeah, we're super judgy. No judgments in the Facebook group. But we will judge you quietly. Also, I need to finish signing up for Square Payroll today. Ooh, Square Payroll. Yep. That's cool. That's what I'm going to go with instead of Gusto because that's more expensive. Square Payroll is like, I think it's, well, it's like what my accountant recommended. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be like the big thing. Oh. But I was like, hmm. I think Square does payroll. Yeah. And it's cheaper. Yeah. Do that. Square um, good. So I gotta they do seem that. like reliable people in general. Yeah. And I like half signed up for it and someone emailed me like three times asking if I needed help. Yeah. They're like, we saw that you touched this once. Yeah. And what I you, finally like responded. I'm like, yeah, I needed to know if you actually like do the payroll taxes for me. And they respond back. They're like, yep, we automatically nice. send those in because I don't want another thing I have to do. No, Like I already got switched to paying my sales tax monthly. Thanks, Ugh. state of Illinois. I yeah. really wanted to send in 12 sales tax payments a that's year. That's because once you start, that's what happened with the store. Like once the store opened, they were like, yep, every month. And I'm like, cool, great. Because they know that you're bringing in that much. Yeah. Like when you start to bring in enough money, yeah. then they're like, you need to do this once a month. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because for a while I was quarterly. Yeah. I was quarterly. Too. And then there was a point where I was once a year. I was, I started off as once yeah. a year and then they moved me to yeah. quarterly and now I'm monthly. Yeah. And it's like, I'm oh. now back to quarterly. They oh, now have jealous. Me back to quarterly. Yeah. And they just, you just like get a letter in the mail. Yeah. They're like, hi. Where's Anyhow. your shit? <laughs> um, so yeah, the Facebook group is the only good thing about Facebook. I would agree. Is with that. our Facebook group. I would agree with that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> Josh agrees. Josh says yes. D agrees. D says, yep, dad into Corgi Chicago Corgi owners Facebook group. That's good. Um okay, so we'll we'll say goodbye for now. Wrap up. Um you can always send us messages if you wanna give us topic ideas or have cran- random questions. Yeah, see we've got topic ideas and we actually did them. So Yes. We're getting there. We're destined for great things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.